Are you a new mom? Or maybe you're a new caregiver. Perhaps you have the responsibility of caring for an aging parent or a sick parent. Maybe you have recently been given another type of responsibility that really takes away a lot of your time and, of course, even your energy. Sister, today I'm going to talk to you. I know that you are feeling overwhelmed. You're even feeling guilty about not spending more time with God, not spending more time in the Word, not growing, perhaps, your relationship with God the way you used to before you became a new mom, a new caregiver, or have been given this new responsibility. My sister, I have been where you are, and I have done two opposing things in two opposing in two different situations. And today I'm going to talk to you and speak to you on what I did that I would do differently and what I did that I did well that helped me to stay connected in God's word to actually have daily Bible study, but in a modified way. Are you so busy and overwhelmed that you can't get enough time to connect with God? Are distractions robbing you of your time with Jesus? Is your motivation to spend time in the Word just not what it used to be? Do you want to be more consistent in your personal Bible study? Welcome home, sister. I'm Rosie, a mom, wife, teacher, and devoted disciple of Jesus. And like you, I struggled to stay consistent with my Bible study. When life got busy, I felt so overwhelmed that spending time in God's Word was no longer a priority. In my hardest seasons of life, my motivation to be in the Bible grew weak. I lost my convictions and walked away from God. But by His grace, my faith was restored and with the conviction to never take God's Word for granted again. If you're tired of letting the enemy steal away your time, energy, focus, and motivation, then sister, this podcast is for you. So go reheat your coffee, dust off your journal and Bible, and get ready to take back your time. I want to share with you a review by someone that I truly admire and I think is amazing. And this review comes from your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach from her Renewed Strength podcast, Erica. Erica, girl, you're doing great things over there on the podcast. Keep it up, sister. This is what she says. She gave five star, a sweet listen. Rosie's love of the Lord is evident especially with always bringing things back to scripture. Thanks, Eric. I appreciate you so much. All right, sister, let's get started. Sister, I want to tell you a story of when I became a new mom. Well, actually, let me just say a second time mom. And then when I became a third time mom and how I did things differently. And I'm going to keep it short, but I want you to hear these two because I want you to understand that there is a way to do things in a way that is encouraging to to connect with God. Let's just say to connect with God that is encouraging, that is not very time consuming at all, and that will actually bring you that joy that you need and that strength that you need in this time in your life. So when I became the mother of my second born son, and this story may sound familiar to you if you've heard my testimony uh, about my restoration to Christ, I, well, when I first became a new mom, everything was pretty fine. 
pretty good, right? I was married to my first husband, and um, I was excited. Of course, we welcomed our new son. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> this son was a little different than my firstborn. Uh, this one required a lot more attention, um, and so did my third child, by the way. Actually, I probably would say my third child required even more, but I'll get to that in just a moment. <laughs> so my second-born son, with my second-born son, he was more demanding of attention, okay? Not only that, but I also had a lot going on in other aspects of my life. So I had just changed careers. I became, I went from social work to teaching in that year that I became a new mom, I was taking a class that was a prerequisite to a master's program that I was going to enter back in the day. Of course, I changed the master's later once I became a teacher. But that class was one of the toughest class. It was a science-based class, and it was extremely difficult. But because I was pregnant the, for the class before, and I was able to get an A- minus on that one, which was also a tough class, I thought, well, no worries, right? I'll become a new mom. I, that's fine. I'll take another class. I'm great. <laughs> I'm good at this stuff. I'll do fine. Oh my goodness, sister, let me tell you something. My recommendation, when you become a new mom and if you're in school, please do not take a new class right away. Give yourself at least a semester to recover because I did not and that was a bad idea. So I, here I am starting a new career. I'm a new mom. By the way, I had no idea what I was doing in this new career. I had to learn everything from scratch. I was giving a new a chance to start teaching, um, and I didn't have proper training. I had a couple classes in, but that was really nothing to prepare me to what was ahead. Okay, um, so these are all the things that were happening. Then within, um, so that was happening and then within that time frame also shortly after the birth of my son my husband at the time started struggling in his faith um he started going through other things as well but he was really struggling in his faith and so that was tough because eventually in those months he decided not to come to church anymore and he started losing a lot of his faith during that time so here i was right wanting to still hold on to my faith going to church on my own, um, having a 45 minute drive, because at that time, the location was a little bit further, away, a lot further away than it is now. Now it's like 12 minutes. But it's the same church, but it was a different location. So it was a little tough for me. Um, well, actually, it was very tough for me. I'm not going to diminish it. It was very tough. So here I am, right? I am, of course, what do you think this generates, right? It's tiredness, um, discouragement. So here I was being discouraged because my husband at the time was struggling in his faith. Um, and I couldn't do much about it except try to be there as much as I could. And um, so what you what are you going to do? So of course, I did initially start praying more and, and, and try to rely on God more. But um, I knew I also should reach out to other sisters. And I did not really, I was not really honest with people. They knew that, you know, things were happening, and they would reach out to me. And sometimes, and I, I wouldn't really be very deep with my answers. So I take the responsibility for not seeking more help from others. Um, but one of the, the thing that suffered the most was my times with the Lord, my morning devotionals, my, my time with Jesus, my study of the word. So did I pray? Yes, I kept praying. Um, my prayers did diminish a little bit more. 
Um, but um, what diminished really even more during those months was my personal Bible study. And, and so what that caused in the end was for me to lose more and more of my faith. Now, did I lose my faith completely in God? No, I did not lose my faith completely in God. I did believe in God. I think I, I'm grateful to have a firm foundation of, of the Lord um, and having that faith that God does exist and that prayer is important. So uh, during the time that I had left, I say I left God, I left the church. And I did leave God in many ways because um, my I really did not rely on him at all. And Jesus stopped being Lord of my life. And I just I just didn't read my Bible anymore after a while. So that that tells goes into another story of how later, um, you know, later on. And again, you can hear that testimony in earlier episodes. But um, unfortunately, um, my husband and I got a divorce and that that I'm not saying that this will happen to you. OK, sister, I'm not trying to scare you or anything like that. But I'm just telling you what happens when you start drifting from God's word. You know, it can get to a point where you are struggling so much that you will make poor decisions. And so um, I didn't initiate that divorce, but I certainly um, do take responsibility for not trying harder to keep and hold on to it. Uh, so that's a whole other story. But I will say right now uh, to you, my sister, that there's something I did differently. And I want to encourage you with a scripture because be before we start, I know that you're in this season right now. And this is a season, okay, because I had a season with my second born and I had another season with my with my third um, born child. Now she's four now. Um, so it's been a little while since then, but I remember everything. <laughs> um, there's a season for everything. I want to encourage you with a scripture in Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1. It says, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. It goes on and gives you many examples of different things and different seasons. And those are just a few, but I would say that there is a time to be a new mom, a new caregiver, um, have a new responsibility that's taken more of your time and and even energy. And so there is a time for that. And God is calling you right now to be that new mom, to be that caregiver, to have that responsibility. God wants you to have that. This is not a coincidence. Understand that if you're living in God's presence and in God's will, then you know that God is giving you this responsibility for a reason. So don't doubt that this is where you need to be. But also understand there is a season for everything on the sun, under the sun, and this is your season. Okay, so that's that's number one. That's the first thing I want you to understand is is that there is a season for everything under the sun. Okay, so that's the premise. Now I want to tell you the three ways that has three things that you can do to help you to uh, really connect with God. Simple ways. Um, and not lose your way and really increase your faith as you go into as you continue to walk with God and connect really connect with God. So what did it, what did I do when my third child was born? So my third child was born, I had a third C-section, I probably didn't mention that I had three C-sections. So recovery was slow. Although with her, it was quicker because I was determined, right to make this a quick recovery. <laughs> and God gave me the strength. But I still had, you know, I still had to recover 
And then, I'll, and then not only that, but this time I actually made every effort to breastfeed because with my other two sons, I didn't make every effort and I formula fed them more than I breastfed. I, I barely breastfed them. So with this one, I was like determined. So I was doing all the things to make sure I did. And thankfully I did. I mean, I had to mix it with formula too, you know, kind of do both. That's another story, too much information perhaps. But I, I you know, because she, <laughs> so I don't know why I have very hungry kids <laughs> and they're just impatient. But um, anyway, so, but I did, I, I was doing that. And so here I am having, you know, having to, to handle that. And, and, and my, my daughter was very demanding of attention, even more than my son. So what did I do to get in those, those, you know, t- that time with God? All right. So number one, the, the number one thing that I did personally was I did a study of the book of Proverbs. Okay. And here's how I did it. So on one hand, right here, I am having one arm with my, with my daughter. And again, this is for new moms. So if you're a caregiver of an adult, you're, you, this might not exactly apply to you, this particular method, but I'm going to tell you how Proverbs applies to you. A proverb a day can, um, can keep the enemy away, right? Or can keep complacency away. I love to say a proverb a day, a proverb a day keep, keeps complacency away, but a proverb a day can also keep the enemy at bay, right? So reading Proverbs, whether for people with new responsibilities and less time, is an amazing way to get your Bible verse in and to get depth, to get depth in a, in a verse. There, there are few books out there in the Bible, in my opinion, this is my opinion, that in one verse, and in the Gospels is different. I will speak that Jesus, you know, Jesus is every word you can hang on every word (laughs) and every word will be powerful but to find um especially in the old testament let me speak more to the old testament to find like an old testament um book uh with like one verse that will just be powerful and punchy and just get to you it's tough you know if you want to if you want to look for something that's going to be short powerful will definitely keep you on track discipline and learning it's proverb sisters so you can go and get in a proverb a day and if you're a new mom and you only have one hand available you can use your phone put it on airplane mode on on do not disturb i would suggest or do not disturb because otherwise you'll get distracted and um i would pull up the proverb on your phone if you only have one hand or if not then use a bible regular paper bible that's always the best recommendation if if you can um but pull up pull it up on the phone and scroll through you know and and have um read one or two proverbs a day even three if you can and here's what i would do for note taking if you're like man i'm not going to remember this if i don't note take um download the word the word uh app or the google doc app right the word doc Sorry, I don't know what it's called. Google Doc. Google Doc. (laughs) And you can copy and paste it on a Google Doc. Okay. And then keep it. And then you can uh, reflect on it there. Even the next day, go back to what you read. So you can do it in order. You can do the Proverbs in order. Or you can choose various different books depending. It's all up to you. But I'd say a proverb a day really helps keep the enemy at bay. And that's a one way. Another thing you can do is listen to a podcast about the Bible. So another thing, you can mix it up, by the way. These three methods you can mix up, okay? So the you can listen to a podcast about the Bible that gets into the Word. Um, a teaching podcast would be better. 
I personally recommend the Douglas Jacoby podcast. That's the one I recommend for teaching purposes. There are others out there that go into um, Bible studies and really kind of go in uh, deep into into your Bible studies. There's a new one that I just found. Shout out to my new friend and sister, Amy Diane Ross, God's Word Transforming Lives. Uh, she actually does Bible studies um, in, in her podcast, so I would recommend hers. It's really cool. Um, there's a lot out there. You can actually do your own research. Um, and of course, if you want to know more about getting in-depth into the Bible, uh, you can also, Douglas Jacoby does a great job in that as well. Women of the Word podcast teaches you how to study your Bible. So um, if you want more depth on that, Women of the Word podcast is a new podcast that I've been listening and that um, maybe they don't go into scriptures like every day, but you can actually get tips on how to better study the Bible. All right. That was a, a little bonus that podcast Women of the Word, because some of you might be like, hey, can I learn more about how to study the Bible? Listen, Women of the Word is awesome. OK, another thing you can do, my sister, is um, have a date with God every week. OK, so. You say you don't have time. Fine. Get some help. Get help. Get help. Get help. I cannot emphasize it enough. If you have the opportunity, the ability, I know that maybe you might be living in a place where you don't have help. If you can get help. Now, even if you can't get help, I want to tell you something that you can do. You have a date with God one time a week. You have it. Maybe I do it on Saturday mornings. Okay. You can have it anytime. You, you take out, just put aside a full 40, 30 to 45 minutes at least, okay, where there's no disruptions, where you have this in-depth study with God once a week, once or twice if you can, even if you do sun Saturday and Sunday, if that's if that's all you can do. Doing that will help you really get richer deep into the Bible. Um, I don't recommend you not reading anything at all during the week or not listening to anything at all. I think that you definitely should apply one or two, the first or second um, recommendation, the Proverbs a day or the podcast or both mix it up. But then you definitely want to add in there at least once a week or sister, at least once every other week at minimum, having a date with God. Okay. Um, if you go back to my February episodes, specifically episode 112, I teach you how to have a date with God and connect with God on a deeper level. So don't miss out on that. I would even say do that even if you're not busy, sister, even if you're just like, I just have a regular life right now. I'm not in that season. I I think everyone needs to have a date with God and connect more deeply with God. But all the more when you're having a very busy season, you can have that one time um, a week. And if you need help, like I said, and if you're able to get help, put down that pride and ask. Because trust me, there is someone out there who wants to help and just needs you to ask. Okay, my sister. Well, those are the three things you can do to deepen your relationship with God, to connect your, to connect with God, right? To connect with God. The third way, the, the date with God will deepen it. But you can at least connect with God every day when you're having, you know, a newborn child, you're a new mom or or you have a, a caregiver responsibility, or you have a new responsibility that's taking more of your time lately, and it's just causing you to have a much busier season. Okay, sister, I hope and pray that this, that these three tips helped you, that that verse at first, the beginning helped you, the Ecclesiastes verse. Remember, there is a time for everything under the sun, and you are where you're supposed to be, my sister. Don't fret, don't worry, 
know that there's different ways to study God's word in less time and you don't have to stress out. You don't have to be overwhelmed and you definitely don't have to disconnect with God. Do not make the mistake I did that I did years ago when I stopped connecting with God slowly but surely. Uh, So sister, that is my encouragement to you. I pray that you were encouraged. And if you want to connect with other sisters more deeply and have, you know, be in prayer and pray for others and ask others for prayer, but also learn other tech, more techniques. I get insider tips. There's something you can do. First of all, you can join my Facebook community group, which is called the Intentional Christian Woman. If you haven't joined yet, it's an authentic community of Christian women just like you connecting with each other. I love connecting with you there. Also, another thing you can do is you can download my uh, my read Bible study method, my read Bible study guide and journal, which uses my read method, R-E-A-D. And so that method helps you to get deeper into your Bible. You can use that for your weekends. You can also use that during the week when you have a little extra time. It is not super time consuming, but it does require you, it, it, it encourages you to write th- things down. So if you're not able to do the read method during the week, you can do it on the weekends. So get your copy of that. That is, link is on the episode details. All right, sister, I love you so much and I will see you in the next one. Hey sister, did this episode encourage or bless you in some way? Well, if it did, then I invite you to share it with a friend. Also, I want to invite you to join me in my free online Facebook community called The Intentional Christian Woman. There is an amazing sisterhood that is growing, that encourages each other, that prays for one another, and I really want to connect with you there. Lastly, sister, if you haven't done so, I would invite you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the way that I know this show is blessing you. Sister, once again, thank you for joining me today. I love you. Know that you're on my heart and I'm praying for you. And I will see you in the next one.